2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Bills Mafia.
0: We know there's only one topic every day. All bills all the time. And now Matt Bovee and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all
3: year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo here on the bye week. Matt Beauvais, Sal Capaccio. Full disclosure, we are recording this episode on Thursday morning at 11 a.m. And as we started to record, both of our phones started blowing up because there is a report out there from WFAA. That is the ABC affiliate in Dallas, Texas, that Buffalo Bills edge rusher Von Miller is facing arrest on accusations of domestic violence. According to their report, once again, this is from WFAA. The incident happened on Wednesday. Obviously, the team off right now, Von Miller, spends his time when he's off and much of the offseason in the Dallas area. So this is just happening as we're going on to the podcast. We felt like we needed to at least address this off the top because obviously of the severity of it. But at the same time, you know, I work at a news station so so much of my day now is going to be spent trying to figure out all of the different details of this and then of course updating people as the day goes on. So right now this is once again a report from WFAA, they are the ABC affiliate in Dallas, Texas. It does not look like yet there has been an arrest made. I have seen other reports saying the Dallas police are waiting for Von Miller to turn himself in. I can also tell you that I've reached out to the Bills this morning, but In fairness, it was only 10 minutes ago. They have not given me a comment yet because I'm sure they are trying to figure out what exactly is going on. So we did not want to ignore this, but we also need to make it very clear we don't know a lot just yet. We will know probably more in the next few hours. And if any of that happens during the podcast, we will obviously bring that to you. But that's what we know right now. Sal, anything you want to add? Well, you know, you
2: can always tune to WGR, you can always tune to WKBW, you know, for more information because this is a, this is a podcast that we're recording and, you know, people listen to it in different times. Right. So we always want to make that clear. Obviously. Are you off from TV this week?
3: Yeah, I'm on vacation this week.
2: Me too. Me too. And, you know, so you won't hear me on radio folks. Like you won't hear me talk about this or anything with the Buffalo bills this week. So whatever happens though, we are there for you. Whatever happens on the TV side, you know, channel seven, ABC affiliate and Buffalo, obviously WKBW, they're going to be there as well. So obviously it's very important to us to gather information to, so we know what we're talking about, but as Matt said very well there, we just want to make it clear that, you know, we're not going to spend much time here other than this talking about it on this podcast, but our, our companies where our media outlets are the places you can go to listen to it and hear about it as, as things develop, uh, uh, unfold.
3: Quite frankly, it's unethical and irresponsible journalistically to say any more on it because I don't know any more on it. And when you are reporting something with the severity that these reports have, you need to do your own research. You need to do your own due diligence. You need to see what's right, what's wrong, because as we all know, there's a ton of misinformation out there on the Internet, on social media. So these reports are coming in from very legitimate news outlets. But up to this point. I have not been able to independently confirm or, you know, I guess, and basically confirm what had been reported or find out any new information. My colleagues will certainly be doing that today, as yours will sell. But at the same time, we did not want to avoid it because that would have been irresponsible as well, based off of what the allegations are.
2: Yeah, for sure. So obviously, you know, we'll have more. Those outlets will have more. Uh, We plan on doing a mailbag podcast here on this uh, this pod, particularly it's the Bills by week. And yes, Mm -hmm. even though Matt is off and I am off, we're here for you today. And we're here to Mm -hmm. talk about the bills a little bit and go over some questions that people had. So uh, we're still going to do that. It does get me to, though. And of course, I want to make it clear. There's a very, very big difference between the severity of what we're talking about here just a moment ago versus any of these other things I'm going to ask you about. But. All, I always say, like, you never know in this business when news breaks, right? Matt, you come from a news station. I come from a talk station. You know, WBN's the news side of us. Uh, but you never know when news is going to break. You never know when something's going to happen where we got to spring to action. We got to go to work. Neither of us are actually working for our particular media outlets um, this week. But when has been a time where something like that's happened where it's just been, oh my God, like, I did not plan on working today? Nothing was going mm-hmm. on, but you had to go to work. Something with the Bills, something in oh. sports where something like that happened. Now, again, and there's breaking news all the time. I mean, like, I'll give you a great example. 2014, New Year's Eve, my oh. wife and I are walking into mm-hmm. Tucks and Pucks. We are yep. going to the Sabres game. And I get an alert that Doug Morone just opted out of his contract. Yeah. And I'm like, I am walking into the Sabres game. Now I had to, I, I still we went to the game. I joined Brian Cozio on the air after the game. He's doing the Sabres post-game. We have to. So suddenly, I had to go into Bill's reporter analysis mode, Mm -hmm. even though it was New Year's Eve. And then I, I was not planning on working the next day and had to go host a radio show the next day on New Year's Day.
3: So for the big one for me that I can think of, I've been at WKBW now for 10 years. I started there in 2013. My background is a little bit unique for somebody who works in sports media. I started behind the scenes as a video editor and eventually as a photographer. And then I slowly transitioned into news reporting. But I was out in an event at, I believe, Niagara Falls Memorial Hospital up in like the Niagara Falls area. And they were announcing a partnership between Memorial Medical Center and Niagara University. And they were going to take over all of the catering and as we were sitting there i was a photographer the tweet came down from i believe tim graham had it first that ralph wilson had passed away and this was in what 2013 early 2014 because the Bagulas bought the team in 2014 so early 2014 so we were all sitting there at this press conference We've got five cameras. All of the different stations are represented. They're sitting there talking about this, and the tweet comes down. And this is obviously like the earlier days of Twitter, of social media. But I think Tim Graham at the time with the Buffalo News was, Buffalo Bills owner Ralph Wilson has passed away. And I remember getting a call a minute later from the station, and they're like, we need you to get down to the stadium immediately. So I left the event. like, And it's super awkward because you have a microphone up at a podium. And there are people talking and I had to like walk up to the podium and be like, I'm very sorry. I need to take this, take the microphone, take it back, leave and go from Niagara Falls to the stadium because within the hour or a couple hours, the bills had like Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly right, and some of the sure. other ones who were local kind of go and do press conferences. And that was one of those moments where it was like, what? Cause at that point, got to remember, 10 years ago, it was not just that the owner of the Buffalo Bills had passed away. It was that the owner of the Bills passed away, and the future of the team was very much up in the air of where they were going to be playing football and if they were going to move. Because everybody knew right when that happened, what was the future of that team. So that was one of those moments that it was like, okay. And then there's been a ton of them where you're off you're doing something, you're trying to enjoy yourself. And it's that's like, that's what I oh. mean more than
2: anything too. Right. Which is like, so one, I'll give you a couple for me real quick. Are my wife and I were married on March 8th
1: mm-hmm.
2: and on March 9th of, let me get the date right here. 2018. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We are heading out to our anniversary dinner. She's had a nice dinner plan for us. We're just, mm-hmm. dro- we're driving, we're driving. I get an alert. Bam. The bills just traded Tyrod Taylor. ha <laughs> And yep. I'm like, oh, there goes our dinner plans. It really didn't ruin the dinner plans, but suddenly I had to kind of go on WGR, talk about it What I wasn't planning on that night because I was off going out to dinner plans. That happened. And then I also remember leaving the house to go to the gym the morning after the 2017 NFL draft. Just going to go to the gym, have a nice day. The draft is over. I'll come back. I'll write a column about it. Just getting alert early that morning, Bill's firing Doug Whaley and then the entire scouting staff. There's going to be a press conference coming up at one Bill's Drive. And kind of pivot and switch modes.
3: I was at that time just in the sports department 2017. I think I had been in for a year and I used to play pickup hockey on Saturday and Sunday mornings at the Northtown Center and at Riverside and I played with a bunch of other media people you know we had a really good group I used to skate every weekend and we finished in the locker room at Northtown Center and I jumped in the shower quick We were getting ready to go to Tim Horton's because that's what we did after we would skate and then I saw the notification and I was like in a hoodie. And sweats because i had just played hockey and it was like you need to get to the stadium right now once mm-hmm. again somebody will meet you down there so you know you're going to the stadium and you're like they just finished the draft because like you said The Saturday of the NFL draft for media purposes is the longest, most boring day of probably the entire year. So we were all at the stadium for eight or nine hours the day before waiting for the draft to finish, waiting to get a press conference from Doug Whaley, waiting to get a press conference from Sean McDermott, all of this stuff. So we probably ended up leaving at 839 o'clock. And then a few hours later, it was like, hey, head on back because we're basically cleaning house in the front office.
2: Yeah, it, it there's been times, I b- believe me, folks, we are not surgeons, we are not doctors, but I always tell people, we're like doctors on call sometimes, right? You just never know when something happens and you're going to have to leave. When I was growing up, did you ever go to games in the odd or is that too much before? Nope, you? nope, never been to the okay. odd. I don't know if this ever happened at Key Bank Center, but I remember growing up at the odd, this is before cell phones, text messages, yes, I'm old, Matthew, but this is before all that. Huh. I remember... Milt Jaffe was the name of the public address announcer, I think, at the time, right? The old yeah. odd, the guy with the great voice, and he would come across every once in a while, and he'd say, I'll just use a, I'll use your name here, Matt. He'd say, attention, please. Would Dr. Matthew Bove please call your office? <laughs> Dr. Matthew Bove, please call your office. During the middle of a Sabres game, during a, a break before a face-off, something like that would happen.
3: What a flex, right? If you were a doctor to be like, hey, we need you to come and obviously, you know, attend to whatever you need to attend to. No, I I, I never was around for that. That is one of the things that is the depending on the situation I have always said, because I worked in news before I worked in sports, there is a bit of an adrenaline rush that comes with covering big time news stories, big time moments. Now, obviously, there's also the human aspect of it, too, depending on what's going on. That changes a lot of things. Like, quite frankly, the other day, we were all at One Bill's Drive on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So it's the day before a holiday. You think it's going to be quite easy. You're like, okay, we're going to get here. We're going to get out of this. And then everything that happened at the Rainbow Bridge in that just terrible event that unfolded. We are a new, I work at a news station. And even though the Buffalo Bills are a very important news story that are covered every day of the year, most of the time, when something like that happens, you then know, guess what? Sports don't matter today. This is a very serious situation. So I left the stadium, went to the station, and then was like, what can I do? Well, I live on Grand Island, so I'm only 10 minutes away from the bridge. So I went down and I helped cover it from a news perspective as like a behind the scenes guy. Because at that point, you need all hands on deck. I used to be a photographer. I can go pinch in as a photographer, but those are like those big moments. And just when you think it's going to be a quiet day, it never is. There is always something that's happening and there's always these big events that happen. And that's why, not to turn this into like, you know, anything bigger, but local news, local news radio is so important because that's how you stay current with the things that are happening. On a local scale, like, you know, you see the world news, you see the things that happen on social media, even live
2: radio and live people talking and all that stuff. Like we do this podcast and that's the thing now. Right. But it's important to be live and local and whether that's radio or television, when news is happening,
3: look at what the reports were initially from what happened at the peace bridge and then look at what it ended up actually being and see value there. Because for several hours, people thought that it was a terror attack. And that, you know, the country was in danger and that they were shutting down all the borders and that they were doing extra security at the airport and all of these different precautions that were taken. And it ended up being just a terrible tragedy that had nothing to do with that. So that's just my two cents on that. All right. If you hear this in the background. Sorry, do do you hear this? I love it. I love it. I love it. This is Ellie. She's sitting here. I love it. Is she with you? Yeah. Like we said, we're on a bye week. My wife is at work. So I'm sitting here. Here, let me get a real quick talk for a second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, While Matt does that, actually, you know what?
2: Um, We're going to shift gears and talk and do your mailbag here in a minute. But there was something else that came up. Part of the mailbag, I'll make it actually about our lives and what we do and inside uh, inside and peek behind the curtain. So let's do that here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?